In the bottom right corner of the USA, we believe that the FCC is the pinnacle of college athletics. The Bottom Right Corner podcast is here to bring you all things sports, news, and everything else going on around the Southeastern Conference. And welcome to the Bottom Right Corner podcast. We're here to talk a little college baseball today, the college NCAA, whatever you want to call it, baseball tournament is here, okay? And everything you need to know, I'm about to explain to you, let you know who won, who lost, what's coming up next and how everything is going to shake out, at least in my mind. Now, the regionals are still going on. This was kind of the last day on Sunday, and Monday is also kind of the last day. It just really depends on if the team with zero losses could get it done or not and advance to the Super Regionals early. Now, a lot of these teams, we talked about the last two days with that two-game cushion, as we like to call it, where if you had zero eliminations, you went to the championship game, the regional championship game, by the way, with a team that only had one loss. And if the team with zero losses won, they got to move on straight to the Super Regionals. If the team with one loss won, then there'd be one more winner-take-all game to see who went to the Supers. All right, just for anybody that doesn't pay that much attention to baseball and saw that your team's doing well and just decided to tune in uh, to baseball stuff for the first time, that's your little rundown there. Uh, but this this show, not scripted, not written out, nothing like that. Like maybe some of the episodes you might have listened to before of the Bottom Right Corner podcast. Uh, this is just getting on here to let you know everything I saw, spelling out for you what's going on, so you know all the happenings and all the you know ins and outs of the college baseball tournament on the road to Omaha and the College World Series. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this. Knoxville Regional Tennessee came out on top. No surprise there. The Tennessee Volunteers, the number one overall seed and the number one overall team in college baseball. Uh, Tennessee got it done pretty easily. They had their championship game, regional championship game against Georgia Tech, and they won 9-6. to Not much to talk about the Volunteers there. I mean, they're the they're the best team in the country right now. There's pretty much no debating it. Uh, really, I have nothing else for you there. Tennessee advances to the Super Regionals, where they will play Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, who actually are doing pretty well right now uh, for a team that nobody, including myself, really expected that much out of. But Notre Dame's playing pretty well. I think Tennessee should have no issue. Um, also, in the Super Regionals, just so you know, it's a best out of three games. So you win two, you go ahead and sweep it. It's over. If not, best two out of three. It's really all it is. So pretty interesting there. Excited to see how it all shakes out. Speaking of which, we started this tournament at 64 teams. And after three days, we're down to 27. So things really are starting to get to the nitty gritty. So if you see that your team advanced, just know that you're doing pretty well. Speaking of doing pretty well, let's move on down to the College Station Regional, where Texas A&M, the number five overall ranked team in the country, decided to go ahead and move themselves on into the Super Regional as well. Uh, they had their regional championship game against TCU with that extra game cushion that they had, and Texas A&M won 15-9, no need for a second game, straight on into the Super Regionals, no problem there for the Aggies. The Aggies are actually looking like Okay, they're not exactly an underrated team. They were ranked fifth in the country, but no one's given them you know, their due respect, basically. So um, I'm just here to let everybody out there know that's big SEC baseball fans or just big SEC fans or you're tuning in or whatever, that Texas A&M is a dang good team, and we've got a lot 
to look forward to with them. Their Super Regional will be versus the winner of Louisville and Michigan, who are going to play on Monday to see who moves into that Super Regional versus Texas A&M. It'll be Louisville, by the way, most likely. I mean, I wouldn't bet all my money on it, but I'd probably bet 95% or something to that effect. All right, let's move on down to the Gainesville Regional, where Florida and Oklahoma are still battling it out, all right? Florida and Oklahoma have now played twice. Oklahoma got the best of Florida on Saturday, and then on Sunday, Florida beat Oklahoma 7-2. So now you get the basically the best two out of three scenario that you're going to have to get to see who moves on to the Super Regional. Oklahoma's been kind of one of my dark horse, slightly favorite teams outside of the SEC so far in this tournament, but I think Florida's going to get it done. Super excited to see what the Gators do um, in this chance to kind of, you know, back up against the wall. This is it. It's the end. Can they do it? I think that the Gators are going to be able to get it done. So super excited to see how Florida shakes things out. Now they'll meet Virginia Tech in the Super Regionals, whoever wins out of that game. Alrighty, let's move on to the Chapel Hill Regional. The poor Georgia Bulldogs, uh, one of our SEC brethren, has gone down, unfortunately, at the hands of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Just too much. North Carolina got them by only one run, winning 6-5 to five as they move on to the championship game. Defeated VCU, the regional championship game, defeated VCU 19-8, but VCU had that two-game cushion, so there's going to be a rematch on Monday. Unfortunate for the Georgia Bulldogs there. They were actually playing pretty good. They beat Hofstra 24-1. That's the most runs ever scored by an SEC team in an NCAA tournament game ever. So pretty crazy stat for the Georgia Bulldogs, but it just wasn't quite enough. And UNC is a very good baseball team. So that was going to be, that was a tough region from the get-go. Speaking of tough regions, I'm glad I'm not Missouri State or Grand Canyon because especially Missouri State. We'll get into that in a second. All right, anyways, because Oklahoma State and Arkansas are both in that in the Stillwater Regional, and that's a tough one. Arkansas, one of my favorite SEC teams that ended the season without a ranking, but we all know how good they do in the postseason in baseball very well. Let's just put that, especially over the last couple of years. So Arkansas, I've been waiting on, and they have already played Oklahoma State two times now on Saturday. Arkansas beat Oklahoma State 20-12, to and then on Sunday for the regional championship, Oklahoma State got the best of Arkansas. I thought Arkansas was probably going to be able to go ahead and put this game away and move straight on to the Super Regionals, but hey, they decided they wanted to stay in Stillwater a little bit longer. It's a nice town. They've been enjoying it. Oklahoma, real close to Arkansas, not that different of weather anyway, so just kind of enjoy their time there. So they decided to push it to one more game by losing to Oklahoma State, and then Arkansas, I presume, will be the ones to come out of the Stillwater Regional straight into the Supers. That game will be on Monday night. Oklahoma State, Missouri, that's who they're going to be playing. Oklahoma State was down, I think, like 12 to nothing or 14 to nothing to Missouri State before turning it around completely and winning 29 to 15. That was just a very interesting game. I believe the largest comeback victory in the NCAA college baseball tournament ever. I'm pretty sure. Um, So that was a pretty interesting one in case you didn't hear about the news. All right, moving on to the Coral Gables Regional, one of the weirder regionals that we've had because in Miami it decided to rain cats and dogs on Friday, the first day of the regionals, so they didn't get a chance to play their game, so they've been shoving them all together right now. Thankfully, Ole Miss, however, is still alive. Ole Miss beat Arizona in a slight shocker there, in my opinion, but that was just me. 
when they beat Arizona 7-4. And a huge shocker to everybody on Saturday, excuse me, on Sunday, that's my bad, they defeated Miami, the sixth-ranked team in the country, 2-1 to one, to put them on out of their own regional and move on to the championship game, which will be played between Arizona and Ole Miss on Monday afternoon. If Ole Miss wins, they go straight into the regional, and they probably will based off the way they've been playing so far. But if Arizona wins, then you get a winner-take-all game later that night to see who moves on to the Supers. Moving on to the Hattiesburg Regional, one of the other crazy regionals we've had. LSU's had a ton of come-behind wins with down multiple runs with only an inning or two left each time, and they defeated Kennesaw State by four runs. They defeated Southern Miss on Saturday by only one run in a 7-6 to six game that really shocked me. I thought Southern Miss is a very good baseball team, but Southern Miss did get the best of LSU in the regional championship game on Sunday winning 8-4, to four, but LSU had the two-game cushion, so now on Monday at 4 o'clock Central Time, I believe is what I'm looking at, we'll have a rematch for the best two out of three between LSU and Southern Miss to see who goes on to the Super Regionals to face the winner of Ole Miss and Arizona. Should be an interesting one there. All right, let's move on to the Auburn Regional. This game had a couple of weather delays. When we started out, we had on Sunday, we had UCLA and Florida State playing against each other to see who moved on into the winner's circle, into the regional championship game to face Auburn, who had a two-game cushion. That game looked like it was going to be tied at 1-1 to the entire time, but thankfully, to put us all out of our misery, I believe it was the catcher for UCLA. Either way, the kid named Yates hit a home run in the top of the ninth to effectively win the game. They just had to hold Florida State off, which they had been doing all game for another half inning. They were able to do that. UCLA moves on into the regional championship against Auburn. Then there was a lightning delay. It got pushed back two hours. Auburn, fans, players, coaches, everybody was upset that they were losing basically their advantage that they had gotten from having zero losses in the regional, where UCLA and Florida State had a quick turnaround and had to play Auburn like an hour or two after their game ended. Well, that keeps getting pushed back two, three, four hours, and basically it took a long time. Auburn lost a little bit of that advantage, but it was okay. At least it didn't get pushed until the next day. Well, at least not yet. In the bottom of the sixth, Auburn up nine to nothing, which does help. That is a factor. Stops again for lightning. They decide to suspend the game, postpone it until the next day on Monday. Thankfully, Auburn has that 9 to nothing lead, so it's not going to mess them up too much. But if it had been a one- or two-run game, moving it to the next day completely dissipates their advantage that they should have and do deserve for being undefeated. Thankfully, it looks like Auburn should be able to pull off the last two or three innings and go to the regionals without a championship game if necessary. So Auburn should be able to move on into the Super Regionals, barring a huge um, collapse in the last couple of innings. And they will play the winner of the Corvallis region. Now, this is a pretty big regional here where we have, on Monday, Vanderbilt and Oregon State playing in a winner-take-all game. Vanderbilt and Oregon State played on Sunday for the first regional championship. Oregon State was the one with the two-game cushion. Vanderbilt, however, manages to come in with the upset. 8-1, to one, they beat Oregon State, the number three-ranked team in the country. And Vanderbilt, the Vandy boys get it done. Always good to see the SEC teams representing, winning, moving on, surviving, and advancing. So 
If Vanderbilt can pull this game off, that helps another SEC friend of ours, the Auburn Tigers, as if Vanderbilt's the one that wins this Corvallis Regional, then the Super Regionals will be hosted by Auburn, and that'll have Auburn and Vanderbilt both being able to remain in the Southeast, where if Oregon State's the one that comes out of this, then Auburn is going to have to travel all the way up to Oregon State, multiple time zones away, multiple weather patterns away. Uh, It'd be best for everybody in the SEC to keep as many games down south in that climate as we possibly can and close to home, especially for traveling, right? Auburn's already had their own regional, so keeping a super regional there, even more people, more excitement would be great for them. All right, Vanderbilt, I hope they get it done. The Vandy boys been looking forward to them. Knew they were going to shock some people. Knew they were going to have a good chance to come out of this Corvallis Regional as the champions of that region. We'll see if they can get it done. Super excited to see what happens on Monday. That's a big, big day. That's when we're going to be able to see every single one of these Super Regionals decided. We're going to know who's going to be playing in them. All the final eliminations in the Regionals will be done, and only the strong will survive. Looks like that's going to be a lot of SEC teams, so keep your fingers crossed. Keep hoping and wishing and everything like that. That's all I have for y'all. College baseball, super exciting. Can't wait for Monday, and we'll be on here again tomorrow night recording. I'm sure most of y'all will be listening to it the next morning um, on Tuesday morning because it'll be done very late again as all these games wrap up so late. So thank y'all very much for listening, and I will see y'all next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.